Blog Talk Radio.
Of the true Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Yahweh's radio, Tapal Saturday. Worldwide international radio broadcast, Tapal Saturday is now on the air. I'll be your host for the top part of seven days. My name, your seer, Israel. Oh, see, right. Where's the top part of seven days? We got the memo in all the locations that's ready to go, all six locations. Camp one all the way down to verse six. So remember, 70 miles. Call the international line 224-600-5579 and wait the code too. Get in where you've been in at. Get in where you've been in at. Top part of Saturday and um, uh, we see on the international side it's 900,000 strong, but on the side you can, can talk them up. Uh, they own their way. And so we do see Mother D of Israel, but we know Mother D of Israel just want to we don't know what Mother Israel wants to do. Mother D of Israel. Let's find out. Let's find out what Mother D of Israel got up. What's on her mind on top part of Saturday? We just talk until Lord uh, Joe come on, come in, or the mo- other mothers come in. So what we do is just do a little talking to Mother D of Israel top part of Saturday. Mother will tell us all about how she's doing it. And uh, if she, um, Doing the right thing according to the stuff saying, Josh. Well, we're going to find out a whole lot of things with Mother D of Israel. Got plenty of time. Top five of seven days. Hey, Mother D of Israel. Yahweh be there, see right. And Yahweh bless you, Seer Israel of Sea Royal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, there, Mother. Well, one thing about it, Mother, this is top five of seven days. I'm waiting on um, Brother Joe, the those that want to come and hop in the microphone. But uh, until that time, let's talk about you and and what and what are you doing and where you at and what's going on right now. Top part of seven day month, DF Israel, come on. Well, I'm at home. Oh yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, I'm at home. Well, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Good. Now. Um, are are you are, are you planning on um doing all the right things? I know I know you're gonna to respond to me in grand style, but but I'm just saying it for the mass and audience sake. Are you planning on doing all the right things and you know, you prepared to throw a couple of scriptures around for a minute, or you just wanna wait until the cavalry to get on? So let's talk about it, mother. What's on your mind there? Come on. I'm ready. 
you want to say that? What you want to say about that, mother? Before you go to Luke twelve twelve, you got you got a response. You want to say that before we go to Luke twelve twelve? No, DF Israel. You got anything you want you want to you want to add to that before we go to Luke twelve twelve? No, you said it all. I said it all. Yeah. All right. Okay. Luke chapter twelve, verse twelve. Let's see if we can get something going on, mother. Luke chapter twelve, verse twelve, top five and seven days. Let's see if we can get something going on. Come on. Luke chapter twelve, verse twelve. For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. And the righteous spirit is talking, mother. It is the teaching. But I do have a a little tape that that we got off of a little tape that we got off the Amnesty and put together and play about five minutes of this tape. And let's see what we get out of it and we can get about see which way we're gonna go. So let's we'll play this tape. Let's see what we get out of this tape. Okay. Okay.
and then we'll get back to Mother D of Israel. All right, Mother E, number one out of camp one, y'all fly BZFD race. Y'all fly BZFD race. Let's see, Lord. Hallelujah, Father. Hallelujah, Father. Mother, Mother E, well, we was, um, then Mother D of Israel was doing some talking, and we played a tape off the air machine, and um, about three four good points was in that tape. So uh, we're going to get on this phone a little bit later. And what we do. So, um, Mother Z, try to y'all got to do it. No one in Mother's out of Camp 1. Y'all got to see that scene right. He's not here right now, so yep. Under my body and bring it unto suggestion, 
that that by any means when I have talked to others, I myself should be a castaway. So we can we can end up in a castaway that we forget about and neglect ourselves and what we gotta do to keep our bodies in order. So in the seventeenth chapter of Leviticus, can you help those see out in the national audience? Because we gotta make sure we clear we gotta keep our, our bodies together so we can be able to explain to others that you gotta do some work. And some things you got to do in Leviticus chapter 17, 1, 2, then skip down to 10 to 15. The Jews says in Leviticus chapter 17, uh, verse 1 and 2, skip down to verse 15. Hey, Mother dear of Israel, and I want you, um, your microphone clear up. You say, Hallelujah, wow, you will be ready to go. You say, Hallelujah, wow. Then we know you're ready to go there, Mother D. F. Israel. So, Mother, what do we say in the 17 chapter of Ezekiel? 1, 2, 10 down verse 15. Come on. Book of Leviticus, chapter 17, verse 1, 2, and 10 to 15. Verse 1. And the Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron. Verse 2. Speak unto Aaron. And unto his son, and unto all the children of Israel, and say unto them, This is the thing which the Yahweh has commanded, saying, Verse 10. And whatsoever man there be of the family of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn among you, that eateth any manner of blood, I will even set my face against that soul that eateth blood, and will cut him off from from among his people. Verse 11. For the life of the flood is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make and atonement for your soul, for it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. Verse 12, Therefore I said unto the children of Israel, No soul of you shall eat blood, neither shall any stranger that so journey among you eat blood. 13, and, who, and whatsoever man there be of the children of Israel are of the strangers that so journey among you, which harness and catch it, and catch it any beast of fire that may be eaten, he shall even pour out the blood thereof and cover it with dust. 14. But it is the life of all flesh. The blood of it is for the life thereof. Therefore I say unto the children of Israel, you shall eat the 
blood of no man, blood of no manner of blood, but the life of all blood is in the blood. There, there are. Whosoever eateth it shall be cut off. It eats, and every soul that eateth that which that of itself or that which was torn with be, whether it be one of your own country or a stranger, he shall both wash his clothes and bath himself in water and be unclean until the evening. Then shall he be clean. Okay, good. So we find out that the message was told the children of Israel, do not eat any manner of blood. Do the man said, once you know that, and you continue doing it, and once you know that, when you part your objection. And as a matter of fact, what do we say, Mother, in uh, Leviticus chapter 3, verse 17? Leviticus chapter 3, verse 17. 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 It shall be a perpetual statue for your generation. You are all your dwellers that you eat. Neither fat nor blood. He said, you don't eat no fat nor blood. That means you got to make sure you're in the right ministry, and you got to make sure you have educated your better hands on how to prepare your food if you know you're an Israelite, because Yahweh is making a claim what he wants you to do. So how would you not eat any amount of blood? What you got to do, uh, mother? Let's run to Leviticus chapter 8, verse 31. And brother Joe, look at Ezekiel 24, verse 3, down verse 8. Have that way with me, brother Joe. So you start turning for it already. And Ezekiel, Ezekiel 24, Verse 3 down to verse 8, but Joe had that waiting on But, Mom, in the 8th chapter, verse 31 of Leviticus, can you tell me, well, if we do not suppose to eat no manner of blood, how do we get the blood out of our food? See, since we know we Israel, right? And Yahweh says, well, not to eat no manner of blood, do we even require it at your hand? What do we do? Let's find what we do, Mother. We go on to uh, 831 of Leviticus. What we do, Mother? Come on. The book of Leviticus, chapter 8, verse 31. Verse 31 reads, And Moses said unto Aaron and to his son, Bar the flood of the, bar the flood at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and there eat it with the bread that is in the basket. A concentration. 
to take vengeance. I have set her blood upon the top of a rock that it should not be covered. What can you explain that you just got to read in Ezekiel 24, verse 3 down to verse 8? What is he saying according to the lesson? We're trying to show the children of Israel, listen, you cannot eat the way the Chinese man eats. Chinese man eats a lot of rice. Okay, they can eat a lot of rice. The white man and the white woman, they can eat a lot of starch food, bloody food. They can eat it. But we find out that the children of Israel got a dietary law not to eat this kind of food. So according to what you told it, the fear, Ezekiel 24, chapter L, but Joe, now talk to the national audience on what do we break down to the fear the children of Israel, according to Ezekiel 24, 3 down to verse 8. You want to join the there, Brother Joe? What you get out of there? Come on. Ezekiel chapter 24. It reads, and the understanding. Brother Joe, you read it already. Now I want you to break down what you just got to read. Now, you already have three dollars already. Now, right. we want you to explain to the national audience what do you get out of that to tell them about the 24th chapter, three dollars verse eight. What you get out of it that you read to explain to them exactly what's going on in Ezekiel 24, three dollars verse eight. Come on, talk about it. We all hear it. Come on. <laughs> Ezekiel 24 to verse 8, and it explains the proper way to your seeding your food, rinsing it to whereas it is not a contamination of blood or fat. It is actually the way you're supposed to cook your food. You boil it. And that was the, the way from 24, 3, down to verse 8 was the proper mm-hmm. way to see it. Uh-huh. So the proper way for the children, uh, is this way for everybody, or this is, is this a, a specific people that's supposed to do this, uh, but Joe? And what people is he talking about? that is required of what people that Ezekiel is talking to to tell them this is what Yahweh requires of them. What people is this there? This is the people of Israel. The children of the tribes of Israel. This is the turn of the 12 tribes of Israel. See, see what we got to understand we cannot do according what the other nations did and do. The reason why our body is in bad condition today, 
because we're not eating and applying ourselves according to the Bible tells us. The children of Israel did not eat rice, eggs, red beans, rice, spaghetti, macaroni, chicken, or cow. They never ate that. You can see that once you got into captivity. That is the white man's food, the white woman's food. They can eat that food. It would have caused them to be stopped all up. We were problem. But it affects us because we were told not to eat it. Let's get a precept on that by Joe. Let's go to the big of chapter 11. Look at verse 41 down in verse 46. Get a precept by Joe. Let's get a precept on what this man's saying in Leviticus chapter 11, verse 41, down to verse 46, or 47. Let's precept it. Come on, Brother Joe. Leviticus chapter 11. Yeah, keep talking about getting behind it. 11, verse 41, down to verse 47. Leviticus chapter 11. Verse 42, with 
whatsoever goeth upon the belly, and whatsoever goeth upon all four, or whatsoever hath more feet Call your verse out and get into it, Brother Joe. Call your verse out and get into it. Verse 42. Whatsoever goeth upon the belly, and whatsoever goeth upon all four, or whatsoever hath more feet among all creeping things that creep upon the earth, them ye shall not eat. For they are on abomination. Verse 43. Ye shall not make yourselves abominable with any creeping things that creepeth. Neither shall ye make yourselves unclean with them. That you ye should be defiled thereby. Verse 44. For I am the Yahweh, your Yahweh. Ye shall therefore sanctify yourselves, and ye shall be righteous. For I am righteous. Neither shall ye defile yourselves with any manner of creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Verse 45, for I am the Yahweh that bringeth you up out of the land of Israel, Egypt, to be your Yahweh. Ye shall therefore be righteous, for I am righteous. Verse 46, this is the law of the beast and of the fowl. And of every living creature that moveth in the waters, and of every creature that creepeth upon the earth. Verse 47. To make a difference between the unclean and the clean, and between the beasts that may be eaten and the beasts that may not be eaten. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, Brother Joe. For the national audience, break that down what you just got to read. What who is he talking to? Oh, uh, Carl, let we'll let Mother read it. We'll let Mother read um Mother E read um Leviticus eleven one and two. Then then Brother Joe, you tell the national audience who he's talking to and what he's talking about in forty one to forty seven after Mother reads. Leviticus chapter 11, 1 and 2. Let's find out who he's talking to first. And then you expound on who he's talking to and what is he trying to tell whoever he's talking to. Hey, Mother E, what it says in Leviticus chapter 11, verse 1 and 2? The book of Leviticus chapter 11, verse 1 and verse 2. And the young man said unto Moses and to Aaron, saying unto them, Verse 2, speak unto the children of Israel, saying, These are the beasts which ye shall eat among all the beasts that are on the earth. 
For nine hundred thousand songs that we can get every word you sing. All right, um, come on back there, Brother Joseph, and, and, and finish your breakdown. You're doing excellent on your breakdown. So now, remember, you enlighten the national audience about a people that's abundant blessing. Now, the abundant blessing if they keep what they what you tell them, but if they don't keep it, they're gonna find out a little bit later. So, Brother Joseph. Finish the conversation you got to the national audience about what you break it down in Leviticus chapter 11, verse 41 through 47. Finish it up there, Brother Joe. Come on. The, the men, men mentioning the, the beast, the creeping thing, there's an abomination. And the children of Israel. We cannot eat any that creepeth upon the earth because it's an abomination. It shall be not be eaten. And whatsoever goeth upon the belly, and whatsoever goeth upon all four legs, it is an abomination. It is creeping, the creeping things that creep upon the earth. This is not for ye to eat. So the, the abomination was taught to do by Yahweh. If he says it's an abomination, it's unright. It's unright. Yahweh. Explain verse 47, Brother Joe. Hey, Brother Joe. Explain verse 47. Verse 47. You are to make a difference between the clean and the unclean. And between the beast that may be eaten and the beast that cannot be eaten. So you see, you see, Brother Joe, so we, we got a big job to do when you see a person that you know that's a bloodline Israelite. And they get you over there, they bite you over there, and they go out and get all types of food, and, and they don't put nothing in the pot. The strong is in the, the strong, everything is, you know, so now you see where you now, if you have to show him, Listen, the reason why we clogged all up today is because the scum that was supposed to be left in the pot to be thrown out in the garbage can is all in our body. So now we wonder why we uh, can't perform and we wonder why our current count is so low because you clogged up. You clogged up with food the man tell you not to eat and we eat. So, but yo, give me. Deuteronomy 14, 1 and 2. Give me Deuteronomy 14, 1 and 2. Give me one more week up on that, Brother Joe. Try to get a few more in. There's a young mind going to take it. He's going to take it. 14, get all the tips away. And when young mind, Brother
Book of Numbers, chapter 15, verse 15, and verse 16. Verse 15, one artist shall be both for you of the congregation and also for the stranger that sojourneth with you and artist forever in your generation. As you are, so shall the stranger be before the Yahweh. 16, one love and one manner shall be for you and for the stranger that so done it with me. Oh, so you have said in your babies that we can't follow the other nation, not in a dietary or nothing, because we got a covenant on us. We can't follow them. They got to follow us. So right now, we follow them by eating bread, beans, rice, chicken, cow, Spaghetti, macaroni, we eat starch and mud. So we follow them. So now we see why we in, and we and now we see why Yahweh just watching us. The reason about what Yahweh doing in Hosea five fifteen. This is Yahweh doing because He's giving you a dietary. He's telling you you don't eat no lobster, shrimp, catfish, hog. You don't eat that children of Israel. That affects you. It don't affect other nations because their body is equipped to eat that. They can eat all that uh, on that bloody food and then change the shirt and you know after they put it in the washing all that blood on it. They can eat bloody meat and bloody meat, but you can't. Because you above all the nations. That's the message we trying to tell the children of Israel. The reason why we all broke down in the body, our sperm counted so low, because look what we feed out of sperm. And then we have these offspring babies. That's why the babies come out messed up. Come on, what you been eating? You been eating blood and starch. So what you want to pass on? Good and start. And God will build you. And that's why our children have, they have a disobedience problem. They have all kinds of uh, problems that can be cured. But now, I'm trying to tell you now, to get your body together, you got to detox. You got to cleanse that stuff out of your body from head to the bottom. How you do it? You'll find out what you're doing. What do you read that book? Hosea 5, 15, The book of Hosea, chapter 5, verse 15. I will go and return to my place till they acknowledge their offense and seek my faith and their affliction. They will seek me early. Hey, I'm going to go watch you. I'm just going to go and watch it. I'm going to see what you pay and hear in the never mind. Would you let the other nation have the starch and blood? Or are you going to continue to, to eat starch food and blood? You're going to continue to eat shrimp, lobster, and frog legs. Huh? 
We're going to see. He's only going to watch you. I'm going to send the field to you and the field to man and count to show you how to get the body back together. And Mother read already earlier in chapter, I mean, chapter in the book of Adam and Eve, 50 verse 4, and you got to do the work for your body. And Paul said the same thing in 927, the first Corinthians. You got to do a little work for your body. But you got to detox. You got to get that mucus out of your body so you can perform better. So when you have offspring, your, your sons and daughters will not be handicapped from your bad eating. You know, a lot of times you see on, on TV, babies born with all types of diseases. How do they born with cancer? How do you born with this? Because of your son What you eat? If you eat what defects your blood and you pass it on to your better hands, guess what? Pass it down to babies will the same way. So you got to think about all this good stuff. And that's what we come and say. Get yourself together to be able to help others to come. Got it? Good. Now, what do you read about Brother Joe? What do you got, Brother Joe? See, you didn't give me anything to read. Oh, okay. You broke it. Okay, you broke it down real good. Okay, good. So now, um, okay, what well, have me do around this chapter? Have me something to do to run this 30, verse 19 and 20. Have that laid on me. But, Mother, let's go and look at what we said earlier, 11th chapter, verse 26 down to verse 30. 26 down to verse 30 of the 11th chapter, Deuteronomy. What is it, Emma? Deuteronomy chapter 26, 11 to 30. No, Deuteronomy chapter 11. Chapter 11. Verse 26 to 28. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 26 to 28. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 26. Behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. A blessing if you obey the commandments of the Yahweh, your Yahweh. Which I command you to say, 28, and a curse if you will not obey the commandments of the Yahweh, your Yahweh, but turn aside unto others, but turn aside out of the way which I command you this day to go after other Yahweh, which ye have not known. So, Mother, according to what we read, Yahweh, this day is to be more a blessing if we obey the dietary. It's a curse if you do not. He said, I want this read to you, and the thing that I read it to you and brought it out. If you know you are a member of the 12 tribes of Israel, it's a blessing. If you follow the dietary, it is a curse if you don't. Because when you'll be cursed, that is in your body. Mm-hmm. You all will be running the dark cook or why we can't get nothing going on. Because 
you got to detox your body. You got to clean out all that garbage from eating, from years of bad eating. Start and blood. Start food and blood. The children of Israel never ate. Nowhere in the Bible, chicken or cow. They never ate nowhere in the Bible, beans and rice, spaghetti, macaroni and cheese. They never drunk cow milk. They drunk a little goat milk. But you can't find you can't find where they drunk a goat milk in the Bible, but I, I give you that. They might have done some goat milk. They might. The thing about it in the Bible where well, they got they got no goat milk. I can I can get you some water out the Bible. But we know that if you're gonna drink any kind of milk, it got to be goat milk. If you're gonna drink it all. But the whole the whole against me is not in the Bible drinking no goat milk. But I know children of Israel have junk goat milk, but it's not in the Bible. What was your ringlet? Not for those. What got in that Deuteronomy there, brother Joe? But they will give me 9 through 11 and get warmed up in that 19 and 20. Hey, brother Joe, you in Deuteronomy chapter 30, give me 9 through 11 first. 9 through 11 first. Hold on, hold on, brother Joe. Hold on. Let's go see and get it out first. Deuteronomy 30, verse 9 through 11. They're going to skip down to 19 and 20. Come on, everybody, Joe. The world listening. Come on. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 9 through 11. Deuteronomy yeah, chapter 30, verse 9 through 11. And it reads, And the Yahweh, thy Yahweh, will make thee plenteous. In every work of thine hand, in the truth of thy body, and in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy land, for good, for the Yahweh will again rejoice over thee for good as he rejoiced over thy father. Verse 10. If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Yahweh thy Yahweh to keep his commandments and his statutes which are written in this book of the law, and if thou turn unto the Yahweh thy Yahweh with all thy mind and with all thy soul. Verse 11, for this commandment which I command thee this day 
is not hidden. It's not hidden from thee. Neither that is it far off. Verse 12. It is not in... Oh, I thought you said someone else to pick it up. Oh, verse 19 and 20. I call, I call, verse 19, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death. Blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life. Too, so, so Mark, listen. 
I told you the Psalms of Solomon. Let's pick out some good verses, and then we'll be able to turn over to the young line after we get to look at where Solomon got, what he cooked up in the Psalms of Solomon. And that's the definition of Ecclesiastes. And the definition of Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Psalms of Solomon. What, what can we read about than two verse three? Two verse three. He said the Psalms. Yeah, Psalms of Solomon. I don't know the book. Five Proverbs, five Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes. And then we get to the Psalms of Solomon. In the regular book? In the regular book? Yes, ma'am. In the regular book. Okay. Let's do the day in 2 verse 3. Let's check out a couple of things that's going on in 2 verse 3. Psalms of Solomon. Talk about 2 verse 3. Okay. Of Solomon chapter 2, verse 3. As the apple tree among the trees of the wood, so is my beloved among the sons. I sat down under his shadow with great delight. And his fruit was sweet to my taste. Uh-huh. So, Mama Carter, verse three. What fruit? What what fruit was was tasting real good in McCarty, verse three? What are you talking about? What fruit that was good for him, McCarty, verse three, in that first line? What fruit in that first line? I can't, I can't, I'm not understanding what you're saying. You said what? What, what fruit that it was taking real good to him where he was sitting at, according to verse 3, what fruit was that he working with, according to verse 3? First line. Say verse three. Hey, Maureen, hold on a minute, Maureen. Hey, Maureen, what, what tree, what fruit tastes good to Solomon according to two verse three? Elsa, apple tree. Wait a minute. Apple tree. So the apple tree, so now we see that we can eat apples. So what so what was tasting to him 
as they would sit upon the tree was an apple tree. That's right, apple tree. Let's start about the apple tree. Hey, Mother D of Israel, read verse 5. Let's find out something else in verse 5. Mother D.F. Israel, verse 5. Solomon chapter 2, verse 5. Stay me with flag, comfort me with apples, for I am sick of love. Ain't that something? You didn't get trouble. He's looking here. He's looking here. I'm feeling kind of sick. He said, Bring me some. What are you getting money, mother, and mother, and him? Some apples. Apples. Oh. We're going to buy it on the way to buy it on the place. So now we know we can eat apples. Hey, I'm going. So we can eat apples if we feel kind of sick and weak and. Okay, and I'm not right. According to the wise man of the world, he's looking here. Bring me some apples because I'm feeling a little sick. Last night, are you hearing that? Apples. Good. Verse 13. Verse 13, Verse 13. The fig tree put us forth her green and the vine with the tender grape gives a good smell. Arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. Ain't that something? What we going to find out now? According to verse 13, we need what? What we need according to verse 13? I remember what you want to get out of verse 13. That we can all live to eat in verse 13. Figs and grapes. Figs and grapes. Ain't that something? So now you see, figs and grapes. Is that what we got to do for a moment? Yes. So, so listen, this is grand, baby. Make sure grandma got some. Wherewith 
his mother crowned him in the day of his espousal and in the day of the gladness of his mind. So when you're doing the right thing, you have a glass of mind and put your fourth chapter together with a key. Four verse ten. Four verse ten. Yeah, four verse ten. Four verse ten. How how fair is thy love, my sister? Yeah. Yeah. My expouse, my spouse, spouser, how much better is your love than wine and the smell of that ointment than all spice? I'm good. Here we go, my mother. Verse one. Here we go, my mother. Verse eleven. Your lips. Of my spouse, drop as the honeycomb, honey and milk are under your tongue, and the smell and the smell of your garment is like the smell of Lebanon. Uh, so what do we get out of verse number eleven? We can kind of have. What what says the word that, that we can kind of put out in verse number eleven that we can tell those little children of Israel that they can have on a good basis? What word can we put out in verse number eleven? Honey. Honey. That's right, brother. So you so you see that again, honey is made by bees. Say that word. 
14. What about verse 14? I know. Spend Get myself 
Can you turn around? I got, I got to lean back. Yeah. Last verse, verse 16. Listen, mother. Mm. Verse 16. Now, here we go, mother. Verse 16. Verse 16. Awake, O north wind, yeah. and come, thou south. Blow yes. upon my garden, that yes. the spices thereof may flow out. Let yes. my beloved come unto his garden, and, wow. eat, wow. and eat his pleasant fruit. Hey, eat what? Eat red beans and rice. What did he eat what? Pleasant fruit. You see that, mom? You see how the Bible tells us exactly what to do. If we not still, we got to eat present food. We don't go and eat no fish, beans, rice, potatoes. Potatoes, man made your potatoes. Why did not make those? They made the potatoes themselves. That's for man's hands, potatoes. All that chicken, eggs, cow, that's man made them. We can't come back to the Bible. And on that note, we're going to y'all line here. Y'all line on Jason Manzo. We can y'all line on our board. You say, Brother Kaya Israel, up and coming to teach out of Camp 1. Y'all quite beat to them seeing right. Y'all quite back to them. Fear Israel. Oh, see, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got all the mothers on. You got daughters on. You got daughters there on. You got. Uh, Brother Joe on you. Check and check. You're on the clock. You're alive. Tell all who brings broadcast and check it on me. All right. It is Brother Steve. We're at the top part of the Saturday. We want to keep the ball game going. You'll pick it up. All right. We're at the top part of the Saturday. We're going to keep the ball game rolling.
how or what you shall speak, for it shall be given you in that same hour what you are to speak. So we know that at DOTGY, that's our model. We chapter 12, verse 12, and we precept it to do Matthew chapter 10, verse 19, that we are going to minister by the Spirit to keep in that very same model which you are today. Well, Mother D, you get the book of St. John, chapter 15, right? Give me verse number 5. Verse number 10 and verse number 11. Can you repeat that again? Yeah, Matthew, I mean, St. John, St. John, we want to St. John chapter 15. We want to read verse number 5, verse number 10, and verse number 11. Oh my goodness! It's 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 it's, it's like a lot of in, interference, some other noise. That's the mic. I think you the mic is not even in the phone. All right. What about what about is that better? It's like you going in and out. Can you hear me now, Mother? I hear you say that. You say, right. I mean, John chapter 16. Yeah, give me St. John chapter 15. We want chapter, we want chapter 15, verse 15, and verse number 11. Okay. St. John 16, 5, 10, and 11. Take that chapter, chapter one, five, fifteen. You say, well, both of y'all talk. You, you say, you say, John sixteen, verses five, ten, and eleven. Well, make that make that number fifteen, mother. One five, one five, mother, mother, GF Israel. One five, fifteen. Saint John, fifteen verses one five and ten eleven. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, both. Saying it and 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 I'm not getting it clear. Um, Brother Micaiah, try moving the speaker or the uh, microphone away from your phone because it's echoing off your phone. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what what about now? I can I I I heard Sister Sarah. She said, "Move your microphone or something." You, you, okay, okay. Let's let's try this again. Can you hear me now? You, you saying sixteen or fifteen? 
I said 16. 16. <laughs> okay. One five. One five, mother. Okay. St. John's um, chapter 16, verses 1, 5, 10, and 11. Okay, here I go. Um, These things have I spoken unto you, that you should not be offended. Verse 5. But now I go my hey, way. Huh? Hey, Mom, what? What you what you what you read, mother? You said St. John chapter sixteen, verse one, five, ten, and eleven. You know what? You know what, mother? Just hold on, hold on, one second. And this how I go do that. Sister Sarah, pick it up at St. John chapter fifteen, verse five, ten, and eleven. We'll have to help you on that. All right. Going to the book of St. John. Chapter 16, reading verse 5, 10, no, and 11. 15, 15. Yeah, I, I said 16. Oh, chapter 15. That's right. Chapter 15. Verse 5, 10, and 11. Verse 5, reads, I am divine. You are the branches. He that abides right. in me, and I in him. The same bringing forth much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Verse 10. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Verse 11. These things have I spoken unto you, that may joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be filled. Might be full. So Yahweh just let us know that he said if you abide in Yahweh, he abided in you. Uh, he say, but he, he he made a profound statement. And uh read me verse number uh ten again, Sister Sarah. He said if you abide in him, he abides in you, but you first gotta be doing some what? What you gotta be doing in order for that to happen? In verse number 10. Verse 10. If you keep, verse 10, if you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love. Even as I have kept. So in order for you to keep, uh, uh, in order for Yahweh to, uh, in order for he to abide in you, what's the key to that got to happen for him to abide in you got to keep his commandments. You got to keep his law. Well, you want the ministry right to the city, come to these people, so. When y'all want to abide you got to keep some law. Now, he said, once you do that, and he say, oh, he should uh, abide in his love, how the way, why y'all want to say he, he, uh, he said he love up? Mother, Mother Eve, let's go to First John. First John, chapter five. Go to First John, go to chapter five, and we gonna pick it up at verse number five down to verse number eight. 
Everybody's still on tap, though. Now, I'm starting picking up that verse number two. First John, chapter two. Wait. Uh-huh. Chapter five. First John, chapter five. Book to the book of Jeremiah. 
They're going to pick it up in chapter 11. We're going to read verse number uh, 16 and verse number 17. Mother E. Yeah, my chapter 7, 16, and 17. Yes, ma'am. We want to find out who these branches are. And the only way we're going to do that is that we are preached up our Bible. So we're going to Jeremiah chapter 11. We pick it up at verse number 16, verse number 17. Jeremiah chapter 11, 16 and 17. Jeremiah chapter 11, verse 16 and verse 17. Verse 16, the Yahweh called the name a green olive tree, far, fair, and of good godless fruit. With the noise of a great tumult, he yeah. has kept a fire upon it, and the branches of it are broken. 17. For the Alpha of hosts that planted thee has pronounced evil. Before you go any farther, he said in verse 16, the Yahweh called your name. He called him a green olive tree. He called him mm-hmm. fair and of a sunny fruit. Says who the noise of a great tumult he had kindled fire upon. And the branches in our broken. So remember, we try to preach that who these branches are. So right now he's going to talk about who these branches are broken. We need to put a name on them. So let's see who these branches that he had uh, broken. But he did say something before we go and find out who these branches are, mother. He holds the spot. Uh, Brother Joe, he said something in verse in Jeremiah chapter 11. And uh, I want you to go to Jeremiah chapter 5, verse number 14, and have that waiting for me. So Jeremiah chapter 5, verse number 14. Brother Joe, Jeremiah chapter 5, verse number 14. Have that waiting on me, Brother Joe. Because he said something here about these... uh, about these branches, but he also said something about these branches that they are. What did he say? Read that again, mother. Verse number sixteen. Jeremiah chapter eleven, verse sixteen. Uh huh. Yahweh called that name a green olive tree, fair mm-hmm. and of godly fruit, with the north of a great tumor. He has mm-hmm. killed fire upon it, and the branches of it That's what we're going right there. That fire right there. What's this fire that he said he has kindled upon this olive tree, this bearing this goodly fruit? What's this fire, Brother Joe, that we can read? Brother Joe. You got you, Brother Joe. Jeremiah chapter 5, verse number 14. Brother Joe, where you at? All right, Sister Deborah, pick that up. Jeremiah chapter 5, verse number 14. 
Book of Jeremiah, chapter 5, verse 14 reads, Wherefore thus say the Yahweh, Yahweh of hosts, because you speak this word, behold, I will make my words in thy mouth fire, and this people would, and it shall devour them. So, 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 what, what is this fire that he's referring to, Sister Sarah, that we can read in verse fourteen? His word. The, the word. That's right. The word is the fire that we can read in verse number fourteen. So when he said, "I'm going to make these people," uh, he got kept a fire under these people. What that fire he was talking about? Uh, was his word. Can I uh, to that? Let's go to uh, the book of Jeremiah, chapter 23, verse number 29. Mother G.F. Israel. Let's get a precept on that in Jeremiah, chapter 23, verse number 29. Mother G.F. Israel. Jeremiah, chapter 23. Verse 29. Is not my word like as a fire, says Yahweh, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Say my word. Say my word like a fire. You are out of truth. Then I start kindle a fire under you, you out of street. That's good. Did he say, uh, uh, he say, and like a hammer that breaks a rock and hits. Then he just say, uh, now let's come back to you, Mother, um, Mother E. Let's go back to that Jeremiah chapter 11. Let's pick it up at verse number 17. Jeremiah chapter 11. That's broke. Jeremiah chapter 11, verse 17. For the Yahweh of hosts that planted thee have pronounced evil against thee. For the evil of the family of Israel and of the family of Yahweh Judah, which they have done against themselves. Uh, oh, that's that, that mother, who are these branches that he's referring to? That we just got done reading Jeremiah chapter 11, verse number uh, 17. So, uh, who is he referring to? The ten northern side and the southern side. Oh, so now you know that he's talking about. That's right. Israel and Judah. That's right, Mother E. Thanks for uh, having me out with that because um, he's talking to, so you saying way back there in the book of John, chapter 15, verse number 5, that he was referring to these branches as Israel, the 10 northern tribes, the 10 tribes of Israel, and Judah. That's who he's referring to? That's right. So the southern king, we know the southern kingdom is uh, Benjamin. And we got some Levite with them. So we know they were part of Judah and the southern kingdom. And Judah is in the head, and Benjamin and Levite was right along with them. Uh, 
let's get let's add some more to that because it's, it's on the Zachariah. We're going to the book of Zachariah at one. We're gonna pick it up in Zachariah chapter eleven. We want verse number fourteen. So we got Benjamin and we got uh and we, I mean we got uh the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. And he's talking about these branches, but the question was raised to me earlier about uh who 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 are these southern kingdoms and these northern kingdoms, these Gentiles. I don't have my own information of with me right now. So we may touch with some of that uh at the bottom part of the Saturday. Oh. Who knows? But um Sister Sarah. Let's get Zachariah chapter 11. And uh, give me verse number 14. Open the book of Zechariah, chapter 11, verse 14. Verse 14 reads. We want to make sure that we get a sense of that. Israel and who is Israel and Judah see something. So who are they? Um, Sister Sarah, Going to the book of Zechariah, chapter eleven, verse fourteen. Verse fourteen reads: Then I cut asunder mine other staff. Even then. That I mm-hmm. might break the brotherhood between Judah, Yada Judah, and mm-hmm. and Israel. Then he said when he break them, he break them up with um. Then he said when he break them up, he said we break them up into um into pieces, right? They're like a hammer that's broken with pieces. And we know he's gonna bring that word, and that word is because they fell off and they didn't want to keep no word. It's broken in pieces, but. Since we are going that route, let's go to the book of, um, let's read this since I put my mouth in Gentile. Let's go to Matthew. We're going to pick it up at chapter 4, verse 12 down to verse number 17, Mother E. Matthew, we're going to Matthew chapter 4, verse 12 down to verse number 17. Book of Matthew, chapter 4, verses 12 to 17. Matthew, chapter 4, verses 12 to 17. Okay. Matthew, chapter 4, verse 12. Now when Yahweh had heard that John was cast into prison, he departed into Galilee. And leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is up on the sea coast in the border of Zebulon and Naphtali, verse 14, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the seer, saying, mm-hmm. the land of Zebulon and the land of Naphtali by the way of the sea, beyond Jordan, a Galilee of the Gentiles. The Galilee of the The people which sat in 
darkness saw great light, and to them which sat in in derision and shadow of death, light is sprung up. Verse 17. From that time, Yahweh began to teach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Mm-hmm. So, so, mother, mother, eat. Who the who who was uh in Galilee of the Gentiles? Who even talked about the Gentiles at verse number fifteen? Uh-huh. Matthew chapter four, verse sixteen. Yeah, yeah. The people that sat in darkness saw a great light, and That's to right. them set in darkness. The region and shadow of death. Life but in is verse, upon, upon but in verse, okay, but in verse number 15, mother, who are, uh, he's referring oh. to in number 15, verse 15 as the Gentiles. Zebulon and Naphtali. So we got Zebulon and Naphtali. Now, right. where we can read Let's read uh, 
Now we're holding it off. We're, we're taking that right now. Let's go ahead and bring it on home. Let's go to Jackie King's uh, sister chapter. And let's read chapter 11. We want verse number 1, 2. Then we're going to drop down to verse number 9. We're going to pick it up from now. We're going to Jackie King chapter 11. Going to the book of Second Kings, chapter right, eleven, verse one, verse two, and verse nine. I make that make that first king. That's the second king. Make that first king. Going to the book of First Kings, chapter eleven, reading verse one, verse two, and verse nine. Verse 1 reads, But King Solomon loved many strange women, together with the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Zidonites, and Hittites. Verse 2, Of the nations concerning which the Yahweh said unto the children of Israel, You shall not go into them, neither shall they come in unto you. But turn, they will turn away your heart. So after their Yahweh, Solomon clave unto thee in love. Now, verse 9. Yeah, don't read verse number 9. Don't knock on that. And the Yahweh was angry with Solomon because his heart was turned from the Yahweh, Yahweh of Israel which had appeared unto him twice. Now, we go into the crust of things because, remember, Israel's brotherhood, right? Northern kingdom and the southern kingdom, and northern tribes, and the southern tribes, as we know, was with them, Benjamin, you know, Levite tag along. We have to pull that out, too. Let's go to, um, now, he said Solomon. He said about Solomon, verse number uh, two. He said Solomon, verse number two says the nation concerning which Yahweh said unto the children of Israel, not go into them. You can see they come to you, but surely they will turn away your mind after their Yahweh. Solomon cleave with disease and love. But what did he say to uh Solomon and uh? Let's go to Deuteronomy, Sister Sarah. Pick it up in chapter 7 and verse number 5. Chapter 7, matter of fact, we need verse, we're going to pick it up at verse 1 down to verse number 5. Go to the book of Deuteronomy. Let's get some up out of it. Let's go to Deuteronomy, chapter 7, verse 1 down to verse number 5. Go to the book of Deuteronomy, reading chapter 7. Verse 1 through verse 5. Verse mm-hmm. 1 reads, And the Yahweh, thy Yahweh, shall bring thee into the land whither thou goest to possess it, and have cast out many nations before you, the Hittite and the Gershite, the Gershite, and the Amorite, and the Canaanite. And a mm-hmm. peasant's right, 
Kezer. That's right. Seven nations greater and mightier than thou. And when the Yahqua, thy Yahqua, shall deliver them before you, thou shalt smite them and utterly destroy them. Destroy them. Thou shalt make no covenant with them, nor show mercy unto them. Mm-hmm. Verse 3. Neither shalt thou make marriages with them. Thy daughter, do thy daughter, you should not marry them. Mm-hmm. Thy daughter, thou shalt not give unto his son, nor his daughter, shalt thou take unto thy son. Verse, Verse four. number four. For they will turn away thy son from following me, that they may serve other Yahweh. So will the anger of the Yahweh be kindled against you and destroy you suddenly. Mm-hmm. Verse 5. But you shall, but thus shall you deal with them. You shall destroy mm-hmm. their altars and break In down their images mm-hmm. and cut down their groves and burn their graven images with fire. Verse number 6. Verse 6. For thou art a holy and righteous people unto the Yahweh thy Yahweh. The Yahweh thy Yahweh have chosen you to be a special people unto himself. What type of people he chose us to be? A special people. Special people. Unto himself, all people that are upon the face of the earth. Now, Yahweh just let it be known. That's why, like you said, we're saying it's, it's great to let the babies know from the womb all their whole life. The 12 tribes of Israel, definitely the tribe of Yahweh, Jew. He talked to the whole 12 that you were special people. And we got to let our offspring know that they are uh, a special people and they are above uh, all people. Uh, but we also putting that out of here, how he said, upon the face of the whole earth. Uh, it's a big thing. Uh, but, yeah, why let it be known, too, that Solomon uh, violated this by, he said, don't even go into these women. Don't even touch these women. Uh, and that was big to Yahweh with Solomon's son. Because he said, he said something to Solomon. Let's go back to let's go back to the book of Kings. Because we know what what um Solomon pulled this what 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 law violated. Before we go there, let's read Deuteronomy chapter eleven, verse number sixteen. This is Sarah Israel. Deuteronomy chapter eleven, verse number sixteen. Go to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter eleven, verse sixteen. Verse sixteen mm-hmm. reads. Take heed to yourself that your heart is not the same. Right. And you turn aside 
and serve other yaquas and worship them. So, it is, he got, Solomon started worshiping false yaquas and he violated that law that was written up in Deuteronomy chapter um, 7, verse number 4. But Mother Eve, what else Solomon did in Deuteronomy chapter 17, verse uh, 17 and verse number 19. Deuteronomy chapter 17 and verse 19. Deuteronomy chapter 17, verse 19. Okay. Deuteronomy chapter 17, verse 19. Read verse number 15 with it so we can know what we're talking about. Deuteronomy chapter 17, verse 20. What you say? Yeah, Deuteronomy 17. Throw 15 in there to make it sound good. 15 and 16 or 17? 15, verse 15, 17, and 19. Okay, 17 and 19. Deuteronomy chapter 17. Verse 15, 17, and 19. Deuteronomy chapter 17, verse 15. The shall in any wise set him king over thee. Mm-hmm. The Yahweh, your Yahweh shall choose. Deuteronomy chapter 17. Verse 15. Thou shalt in, in any wise set him king over thee, whom the Yahweh, your Yahweh, shall choose. Mm-hmm. One from amongst thy brethren shall thou set king over thee. Thus mayest not set a stranger over thee, which is not thy brother. So that, so, so that means, and, and, and that's a very profound statement that was just, that you just read, Mother. So just let it be known that how is how do we, the twelve tribes of Israel, have a president over us? How we got a government over us? How we got an ultimate that's over us? How we got a mayor that's over us? He said, you got to say, which he said, nobody can be over you if it's not your brother. There got to be a man set up inside of, over the square tracks this world. He said, your brother. So uh, that right there is something that we got to pay, pay, pay very some attention to, not to get caught up in the uh, other nations and them ringing over us. Mm-hmm. They don't supposed to rule over us. That's why no state those pertain to us, period. Only one that can lead over us is somebody from 12 tribes of Israel, the tribe of Jew. That's the only way. Continue to read, mother. 16. Mm-hmm. But, he, but he shall not multiply horses to himself. Give me verse 17. Oh, okay. Verse 17. Neither shall he multiply wise to himself, that if that his mind turn turn not away. Mm-hmm. Neither shall he 
greatly multiplied to himself silver and gold. Verse, verse number 19. 19. And it shall be with him, and he shall read that in all the days of his life, that he may learn to fear the Yahweh, his Yahweh, to keep all the words of this law and these statutes to do this. Now, you see, now what just had taken place, Solomon stopped fearing his Yahweh. Yeah. Because when he violated this uh, Deuteronomy chapter 17, verse 17, he had multiple wives that turned his mind away from Yahweh. Right. And they was from, definitely, they was from the ones that wasn't even part of his own tribe. They was from the other nations. And Yahweh told us, he said, hey, don't do this. So that caused Yahweh to be uh, angry with uh with, 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 with Solomon. So we're going to come back to you, Sister Sarah Israel. We want to read something about it. Because he said, what did he say? Didn't he say, uh, what we read, Sister Sarah? First Kings chapter, uh, chapter 11, verse 1, 2. We read verse number 9, right? He said he appeared in uh, he said he appeared to uh, that's what I want. He said he appeared to uh, Solomon. How many times he said Sister Sarah he appeared to Solomon? In verse number nine, first Kings chapter eleven, verse number nine. First Kings chapter eleven, verse nine. Um, verse nine reads, and the Yahweh was angry with Solomon. Because his heart was turned from the Yahweh, Yahweh of Israel, which had appeared unto him twice. So he appeared to Solomon uh, twice, right? I just go to First Kings and pick it up, uh, Mother Dear Israel. I go to First Kings chapter nine and pick it up at verse number, uh, pick it up at verse number two. First Kings chapter nine, verse number two. First Kings chapter nine verse two that Yahweh appeared to Solomon the second time as he had appeared unto him at Gideon. Go to first Kings chapter three and pick it up at verse number uh four and verse number five. Solomon 
offer upon the altar. Verse 5. And Gideon, Yahweh appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And Yahweh said, ask what I shall give you. So, uh, Yahweh appeared to Solomon. How many times, Mother GF Israel? Appeared unto him. Um, and and, 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 and uh, we got uh, reading in first Kings chapter nine. Twice. Twice. He said it's on two times, right? Yeah. So uh so so we know that was true. But what happened, uh, sister Jerry, we come at you at first Kings chapter five. I mean first Kings chapter uh eleven. Let's pick it up at verse number uh 10, and we're going to keep reading until we get to our point. Go to the book of verse 10, chapter 11. Yeah, verse 10. Yeah, 10 down to verse number 13. Verse 10 through 13, verse 10 reads, And had commanded him concerning this thing, that he should not go after the other Yaquah, but he kept not. That which the Yahweh commanded. Verse 11. Wherefore the Yahweh said unto Solomon, For as much as this is done of you, and thou hast not kept my covenant and my statute, which I have commanded you, I will surely rend, rend the kingdom from you, and will give it to thy servant. Verse 12. Notwithstanding in thy days, I will not do it for David, for your father's sake, but I will rend it out of the hand of your son. Verse 13, how be it, I will not rend away all the kingdoms, but will give one tribe to the son, for David, my servant's sake, and for Yadah Judah's sake, which I have chosen. So, and first number, how many, first, first off, he just, let's just clarify something. Who, didn't he say, what did he say he was going to do to the kingdom? What did he say he was going to do to the kingdom for, uh, 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 for, for the crime or the, or the sin that, uh, the sin that Solomon had done by going out to false Yahweh's and having multiple wives and turned his mind to Yahweh. What did he say he was going to do? Take it away. Huh? Take it away. He's going to take it away. So how many, what did he say he's going to leave Solomon with? In verse number 13. How many kings would Solomon have? He said he, I will not run away. All the kingdom. They give you one tribe. So, so he's gonna give him one tribe, and he's gonna give it to his son. Mm-hmm. So his son is gonna have a uh, one tribe, and that means that means something has to happen. We come out northern kingdom, southern kingdom here. So we gotta find out who that one tribe is too. That y'all not do is gonna have. We go, we go lead up to it. 
But first, before we touch on that, let's go to uh, let's go to First Kings chapter seven. Stay where you at before the First Kings chapter eleven. Let's pick it up at verse number uh, twenty-eight. Verse twenty-eight. First Kings chapter eleven, verse twenty-eight. Verse twenty-eight reads, "And the man Jeroboam was a mighty man of valor." And Solomon seeing the young man, and he was industrious. He made him ruler over all the charge of the family of Joseph. Mm-hmm. Continue to read. Read the verse 31. Hey. We come to find out that uh, uh, Jeroboam, Jeroboam became a uh, 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 ruler over the whole family of Joseph. Tribe of Joseph. Jeremiah was from the tribe of Joseph. So he made him ruler over the tribe of Joseph. Now, uh, let's read the next verse, Sister Sarah. Verse 29. And it came to pass at that time when Jeroboam went out of Yada Judah at the seer, Isaiah. And the Shilonite found him in the way, and he had clad himself with a new garment, and they too were alone in the field. Verse uh-huh. verse, verse and Elijah caught the new garment that was on him and rent it in twelve pieces. Verse thirty-one, and he said to Jeroboam. Take you ten pieces, for thus said the Yahweh, the Yahweh of Israel, Behold, I will rend the kingdom out of the hand of Solomon, and will give ten tribes to you. Mm-hmm. So ten tribes went to who? Jeroboam, right? Jeroboam, right? Yeah. And verse number 32, and how many tribes did... Uh, uh, Rahab bone, the son of Solomon, get in verse number thirty-two. Can you repeat that? Verse number thirty-two. How many? How many tribes did Solomon's son get? Rahab bone. Name Rahab bone. In verse thirty-one, ten tribes. Or you want me to read? I need verse number thirty-two. Oh, okay. But he shall have one tribe for my servant David's sake, and for Yadavudah's sake, the city which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel. So, out of all the tribes of Israel, what city did Yahweh uh, choose? Yadavudah. He chosen out of all the tribes of Israel. Who he say he had chosen? Yada Judah. Yada Judah. So he said, hey, I choose you, Yada Judah, but right now we're going to go through some things. And uh, 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 Solomon's going to do something. I'm going to call this, uh, this, this flip to go on between y'all. No, you you chosen one, Yada Judah, out of the trash. But uh, he said he's going to get Jeroboam 10 pieces. Who are these 10 pieces that we can read that he's talking about? 
And we have also more rights in David than he. Why then? Why then did he despise us that our advice should not be first? As has in bringing back our king and the words of the men of Judah were fearer than the words of the men of Israel. Could they hear me? Yeah, we hear you, mother. Hallelujah. Well, now, and, and, now remember, we're talking about, he said, the ten tribes, right? Mm-hmm. And remember, it's supposed to be a split. He said, I'm going to give Jeroboam, which is from the tribe of Joseph. He said, I'm going to give you ten tribes. Mm-hmm. He, told, uh, he told Solomon's boy, and to be known and say, hey, you're going to get one tribe with you. So here it is right now in the book of Second Samuel, chapter 19, verse 41, that the northern kingdom coming to uh, that Judah talking about that they want the king over there with them. And they already was, had a division type of mind anyway because ten tribes came to the tribe of Judah. And that's the ten tribes of Israel. But remember, it's one part went to Judah. Ten tribes came, ten parts, but ten tribes came up to the king, tried to do a little wrong, tried to do a little part. But Yadda Judah came back and let it be known that, uh, 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 how they say it in verse number uh, 43, he says, then the man of Israel answered the man of Yadda Judah and said, we have ten parts in the king. We have also more right in David than you. Why then did you despise us that our act, that our advice should not be first? Had in bringing back our king, and the words of the men of Yadatuda were fiercer than the words of the men of Israel. So Yadatuda came back wrong a little bit strong and let them know that hey, it's the tribe of Judah, and we get first in their thing. So, and the king belonged to them anyway. But this right here is when you start seeing a part of where they let it be known that they already felt like they were 10, 10 parts anyway, and they was more than two. So, let's get the priest up there, but not just Sarah. Let's put a name on um, these sins. You want to use this Sarah? All right. Um, can you repeat the second Andrew chapter in verse? Say again, Can you repeat the second Andrew chapter in verse you wanted? Oh, thirteen forty. Okay, go into the book of Second Andrew, reading chapter thirteen, verse forty. Book of Second Ezra, chapter thirteen, verse forty. Verse forty reads: Those are the ten tribes which were carried away prisoners out of their own land in the time of Osea the king, whom Salmanasar, the king of Assyria, led away captive, and he carried them over the waters. 
And so came they into another land. Mhm. And uh, now these ten tribes, those be the ten tribes. Let's go to First uh, Kings chapter. We coming back to First Kings. And we gonna pick it back up at uh, and we know we got the ten tribes, the ten northern tribes that he gave to uh, that he gave to. Jeroboam, northern king. He said he's going to leave Judah one tribe. Now, that's our job to find out who's this one tribe that he said he's going to leave Judah. Now, let's go to the book of uh, 1 Kings, Mother G.S. Israel. Let's go to 1 Kings. Let's pick it up at chapter 11. Move on verse number uh, Pick it up. We're going to do a little reading here. Pick it up at verse number 16. We're going to read down to verse number 21. Verse 21. What? You got Mother, Mother G.F. Israel. Can we hear you? You sit down. Mother G.F. Israel. Let's All right. Mother E, pick that up for me. Give me a close second. First Kings chapter 11, verse 16 to 21. Yes, ma'am. First Kings chapter 11, verse 16. For six months did Joel remain there with all Israel until he had cut off Every male in either. Seventeen. That had that been he and Central Edom, either type of his father. Hey, Mother E, one second, please. I need first scene, chapter six. I mean, chapter, uh, I said, make that chapter square. That's on me, Mom. Make that chapter square, verse 16. Make that chapter square, verse 16. Verse 16, chapter 12, verse 16. Okay. Let me get this right. Verse 16, chapter 12, verse 16. Verse 16, read. So when all Israel saw that the king hearkened not unto them. The people answered the king, saying, What profit have we in David? Neither have we inherited in the sons of Jesse to your tent, O Israel. Now see to thine own house, David, unto their own house. David, so Israel departed unto their tents. Mm-hmm. Verse uh, 17. But as for the children of Israel, which dwell in the cities of Judah, Rehoboam 
reigns over them. Mm-hmm. Then King Rehoboam sent Adoniram, who was over the tribes, and all Israel stoned him with stones, that he died. Therefore, King Rehoboam made speed to get him up to his chariot to flee to Shabbat Judah. Verse 19. So Israel rebelled against the family of David until this day. How long, mother? To this day. So this day, right now, this dead tribe still rebelled against the tribe of Judah, the tribe, until how long, mother? Until this day. Until this day, even right now, as we speak, they still feel like they're better than us. They're no better than us, no more than us. We try to get them in order, show them some of this good old book, and let them know their position. They look at it like the praise. Uh, they all out of order. Uh, they don't know no Yagua. Uh, they don't even want to know about the name. They don't know where the bridge is coming from. They down their clothes and no river to blue on them. They try to keep up the fake feet, Jay. They totally out the game. And they revenge all because they still rebel against us to this day. You ain't got no love. That's great. We're going to read And it come to pass when all Israel heard that Jeroboam was come against again, that they sent and called him unto the congregation and made him king over all Israel. There was uh-huh. none but followed the family of David, but the tribe of Judah only. Mm-hmm. So, Judah stayed together. Yes. But what happened in verse 21? Who was with Judah? Verse 21. And when Rehoboam was come to Yahweh Judah, he assembled all the family of Judah with the tribe of Benjamin and hundred and four thousand chosen men which were mm-hmm. warriors, to fight against the family of Israel. So the Israelites, To bring the kingdom again to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon. Now, give me first, uh, 23. Verse 23. Yes, ma'am. Speak, uh, verse 15, chapter 12, verse 23. Speak unto Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, king of Judah, and unto all the families of Judah and Benjamin, and to the remnant of the people, saying, when the folk thus said to Yahweh, he shall not go up nor fight against your brother. 
the children mm-hmm. of Israel, return every man to his house. For this thing is from me, that they hearken therefore to the word of the Yahweh and return to depart according to the word of the Yahweh. Mm-hmm. So Benjamin was the one that was with us. So he said uh, the one that was alike to us was Benjamin. That's who was with us. So uh, that one tribe that he gave to us, he said, I'm going to give you one that's going to be alike to you. He's talking about the tribe of Benjamin. Yes. Yeah. Now let's go. Uh, it's on. You give your closing statement, Mother. Thank them praising Yahweh for the class. Thank them praising Yahweh for the teachers. Thank them praising Yahweh for the listeners and for the ones that's helping with the class, the readers. Thank them praising Yahweh for each and every one. Now say Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Levites ended up getting kicked out of their little spot, so they went on here and left because 
Jeroboam started sacrificing to devils and all the other ten tribes in northern kingdom, which they still do to this day, sacrificing to devils. Yeah. And the only way to be get this thing right, they had to come over to Yahja Judah and get this yeah. law back under the You say do what? You ain't know the same mother GF Israel. Oh. All right. Uh, Numbers chapter 6, verse 22 to 27. Verse 22. And Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, 23, speak unto Aaron and unto his sons, saying on this wise, you shall bless the children of Israel, saying unto them. Verse 24, Yahweh bless you and keep you. 25, Yahweh make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. 26, Yahweh lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. 27, and and thou shalt put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. 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 there, Israel. Give me First Kings chapter seven, verse number thirty-six again, and let's see why we say that on this one tribe. He said he's going to get Judah. It's going to be a light to them. Or is it a book of First Kings, chapter 11, reading verse 36? Verse 36 reads, And to his son will I give one tribe that David, my servant, may have a light always before me in Yada Judah, the city which I have chosen me to put my name there. So the light that he gave to Yadda Judah was that we can read is in the book of First Kings chapter uh, twelve. We can pick it up at verse number. Read me verse number uh, twenty and verse number. Give me verse twenty-one. On to the book of First Kings chapter twelve, reading verse twenty and verse twenty-one. Verse 20 reads, And it came to pass that all Israel heard of, heard that Jeroboam was come again, and that they sent and called him unto the congregation, and made him king over all Israel. There was none that followed the house of David, but the tribe of Judah only. Verse 21. Verse 21. And when Rehoboam was come to Yadah Judah, he assembled all the house of Judah with the tribe of Benjamin, a hundred and four score thousand chosen men, which were warriors to fight against the house of Israel, to bring the kingdom again to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon. 
So, uh, who was who was with Yada Judah? That's supposed to be a light to Yada Judah. Who we say it was in verse number twenty-one? Um, tribe of Benjamin. Tribe of Benjamin. That's right, Sister Sarah Israel. Tribe of Benjamin. You know, you said it like uh, you was about to get a little weapon and start looking right on your brick. Started <laughs> to get a little pop. No, we got you. Got you. Got to let that be known. You just got to read it right then and there. Right. I said it's right there. He said the tribe of Benjamin is with Yada Judah. Let's go to the book of Second Chronicles, chapter eleven. And pick it up at uh, verse number one. And then drop down and read verse number 10. And let's go from there. And then hold on. Give me verse number 23. That's what I'm looking for. Verse 23. Go into the book of yeah, Second Chronicles, right? Second Chronicles, yes, ma'am. Go into the book of Second Chronicles. The chapter 10. I need that. What's the chapter in the verse? Yeah, come on. Let me get uh, First Chronicles. I mean, hey, I'm saying wrong one. Though. Second Chronicles. What's the cha- chapter in the verse? You want a second chronicle? Yeah, I got to wait. <laughs> I was out somewhere else. Uh, I just say, what? Anybody write second chronicle? I think he was around chapter 10 or 11. Okay, let's try. Let's try. What'd you say, Sister Sarah? I believe he was around chapter 10 or 11. <laughs> All right, let's go try uh, chapter. Uh, yeah. did you write? Okay, give me yeah, second, second Chronicles chapter eleven, verse number uh, one. Give me verse number ten and verse number uh, verse number twenty-three. That's what it was. Verse twenty-three. All right, going to the book of Second Chronicles chapter eleven, reading verse one, ten, and twenty-three. Verse one reads. And when Rehoboam was come to Yada Judah, he gathered the house of Yada Judah and Benjamin, and a hundred and fourscore thousand chosen men, which were warriors, to fight against Israel, that he might bring the kingdom again to Rehoboam. Verse 10. And Zorah and Isalon and Hebron, which are in Yada Judah, and in Benjamin's city. Verse 23. And he dealt wisely and dispersed of all his children throughout all the countries of Yadah, Judah, and Benjamin, unto every fence city. And he gave them victual in abundance. And he desired wisely. Now, who's the two tribes he, he referred to? Who's the two tribes that together in these fence cities? 
Yada, Judah, and Benjamin. So we got Yada, Judah, and Benjamin, and Benjamin is the light to Yada, Judah. Right. Let me get one more here. Let's go up. Second Chronicles, chapter 15. Give me verse number one real fast. Israel, Israel, Lord, Travis, Yada, Judah. Now you see Benjamin, uh, Second Chronicles 15, verse number two. Going to the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 15, verse 2 reads, And he went out to meet, and he went out to meet Asa, and said unto him, Hear ye me, Asa, and all Yada Judah and Benjamin. The Yaka, all Yada Judah and Benjamin. All Yada Judah. And business. That's what that's what I wanted to, to, to point out, Sister Sarah Israel C. Uh give me a give me a closing statement. Give me a closing statement. Yeah, yeah, we'll keep coming back. Going to the book of Second Ezra, chapter fourteen, reading verse eight through verse fifteen. I mean verse seven through verse fifteen. Verse seven reads, And now I say unto you, verse eight that thou lay up in thy mind the signs that I have shown and the dreams that thou hast seen and the interpretations which thou hast heard. Verse 9, For thou shalt be taken away from all, and from henceforth thou shalt remain with my son and with such as be like you until the times be ended. Verse 10, for the world has lost his youth, and the times begin to wax old. Verse 11. For the world is divided into twelve parts, and the ten parts of it are gone already, and half of the tenth part. Verse 12. And there remains that which is after the half of the tenth part. Verse 13. Now therefore set thy house in order, and reprove your people. Comfort such of them as be in trouble, and now renounce corruption. Verse 14, let go from your mortal thoughts, cast away the burdens of men, put off now the weak nature. Verse 15, and set aside the thoughts that are most heavy unto you, and have ceased to flee from these times. Out of Ephraim and Manasseh, and out of 
Bithynia, but they fell to him out of Israel in abundance. When they saw that the Yahweh, his Yahweh, was with him. So, so who were the two that were together that we can read in verse number nine? Judah and Benjamin. So we got Judah and we got Benjamin. So that's the that's the point we want to point out here that when, now you got to remember the brotherhood that had a split. So when Paul made a statement out of his mouth, he got pull it down in all. I won't say that. Romans. Because remember, do the like to them is y'all not do. I mean, y'all not do the like to them is uh, Benjamin. You got 10 northern tribes that have went astray. And I don't know, before we do that, let me, let's, 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 let's clarify something, though, that when Jeroboam, let me pull that back out. Let's go back to Second Chronicles chapter 11. Matter of fact, I'm gonna have to pull this one out of Kings because when Jeroboam calls them to do this, let's go to let's go back to uh first Kings, sister Sarah Israel. And see it up at chapter oh twelve. Matter of fact, uh Pick it up at chapter 14. Pick it up at verse number 7. Let's do a little reading. Book of 1 Kings, chapter 14. Yeah, start reading from there. Let's read that until we get our point. From what verse? We'll pick it up at... uh. We want to second Kings chapter 14. Pick it up at verse number 7. Verse 7 reads, Go tell Jeroboam, thus say the Yahweh, Yahweh of Israel, for as much as I have exalted you from among the people and made you prince over my people Israel. Mm-hmm. Verse 8, And rent the kingdom away from the house of David 